You're listening to the Black Hole Tsunami Mega Mix by DJ Clock Nova. Off the hook. Mission accepted. Welcome back to the Etchy Swim Podcast, y'all. It is your host, the captain. Welcome aboard the Archangel once again, everybody. If you're brand new to the Archangel, we welcome you with open hands. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a little minute. I ain't gonna hold you. It's been like a month and some change since the last episode. I've been busy with, you know, intergalactic politics and all that fun stuff, you know what I'm saying? You exploring some new planets, setting up some new domains, some new boundaries and all that stuff, getting you to the locals and whatnot. But we back without further ado. I might make this a season two opening or the season one finale. Or I might not even do seasons, I don't even know. But anyway, so recently I recommend the podcast to somebody, right? And uh she read the description. She was like, um, and I said, anime, music, and cars. I love it. I'm like, oh, Gucci. No, I'm thinking to myself, I forgot I even had cars in the description, bro. I don't think I mentioned cars once to this freaking podcast, bro. So, today's episode, if you haven't guessed already, is going to be all about anime. And <laughs> psych, it's going to be all about cars, y'all. Car- ah, cars, bro. Ah, my thing with cars is I feel like it's a man, bro. I got like a bone in my body that just makes me like anything that's made of metal. That makes loud noises. For example, goddamn cars, obviously, Gundams, Transformers. You know, just big ass metal machinery that makes some crazy ass noises, and I love it. Uh, but car, cars is interesting because I always like cars, obviously. But my taste in cars changed a lot over the years. Like back in the day, my favorite car was a Ferrari, obviously, because I mean Ferraris are just freaking beautiful. I was a kid, I didn't really know any better. But then, something that kind of triggered that change was back in the day, uh, back when I was still a youngin, bro. Tokyo Drift came out. And I just remember seeing that black and orange car. That's what I called it. That black and orange car was the most beautiful thing I ever laid eyes on in my life, bro. Like, that shit was just so clean. I was like, bro, this don't make sense. How was this car this beautiful? It ended up obviously being Hans Veilside RX-7, not Veilside Kit, bro. That Veilside Kit is one of the most beautiful things on planet Earth, bro. Like whoever Veilside designed that kit needs a whole, a whole Nobel Prize, bro, because that kit is so nice, bro. And he was sliding it too, bro. That's what got me into drifting too, bro. Just seeing that. This slide looking so fresh and so clean. That changed my life right there, bro. And then, you know, growing up, we had, like, Need for Speed, right? I had, on my, I played Underground 2. I never owned it. But my cousin had on his GameCube. So we would be playing that, right? And then I had, on my PSP, it was Need for Speed Underground Rivals. It was, like, the PSP version of... Uh, underground and that drone that drone was clean bro cause he got me onto the put me on that skyline like you do quick start races it's shuffle right he give you like a challenger there was like a 350z in there I wanna say 
and there was like the skyline ahead. It said like GT King or some shit like that. It was the cleanest skyline I've ever seen in my life, but that changed everything. And like a wide body kit too, bro. Oh my God, Underground changed the game with them kits, bro. Like Need for Speed Underground in Fast and Furious definitely caused such a huge freaking, such a huge tremor in the underground car scene, but the whole tuner scene, that changed everything, bro. Because the thing with Underground was, like, in some, ah, the thing with Underground is, like, car manufacturers, right? Like, they don't be making, well, nowadays, like, Liberty Walk, Rocket Bunny, they be making the wild, wide-body kits, right? But for Skylines, you don't really find too many, like, wide-body Skyline kits, right? But Underground, not even just Skylines, but that's, like, a good example threw everything of that out the window, but they said, you throw a wide body on this, you throw a roof scoop on this, you throw underglow on this, whatever you want to do, you can do it, bro, you know what I'm saying? And underground, like, it's literally just endless customization, bro. Like, you literally have endless possibilities of what you want to do. No restricted parts, no none of that. And the best thing was, it was all JDM whips, too, which like, we didn't really realize, I didn't realize at the time that there was really a difference or nothing. But it was like cars you build, like not naturally fast cars. Well, not slow, you know what I'm saying? But like, you could turn the 350Z, give it like 800 horsepower if you want to, you know what I'm saying? But don't come stuck with 800 horses, you know what I'm talking about? But like, dude, it just changed the game with that customization, bro. And then like, it's funny too, because growing up in the 2000s, bro, with like Fast and Furious and Underground and all that shit, it's crazy to think about it. But back in the day, the Skyline was a damn near supercar, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was, like, that was peak performance, which is crazy to think about because it wasn't, like, Ferrari and them wasn't around or nothing. But, like, as far as, like, underground racing and the tuner scene and Need for Speed and all that shit, the Skyline was the car to have, bro. Like, Underground 1, you racing Eddie? Best best driver in the whole, in the city, right? What car you got? You got the Skyline, you know what I'm saying? You win the game, you get the Skyline. You know what I'm saying? That's, like... That's that's peak evolution right there. We is just ridiculous. Cause I mean, Skyline is just a monster, but RB26, golly! Oh my God, don't get me started on that RB, bro. RB, bro. I love. Oh my God, I love that engine so much, bro. Skyline, just such a beautiful car, bro. But anyway, after after the whole underground scene, right? They started driving more Need for Speed, and it kind of. I kind of, I play underground, and then I kind of stopped playing Need for Speed for a little bit. Then I hopped back in, and it was like Hopper Suit. And I was cool and all, but it was all like supercars or whatever, right? Fast forward a few years, they finally bring it back to the roots with Underground 3, aka Need for Speed 2015. And that just changed everything, bro, because that was back to that full customization, bro. You could throw the craziest body kits on whatever you wanted. It was like no limit to what you could do with the whips, bro. And that shit changed everything. Because if it wasn't for 2015, that put me on the Block, Nakai-san. It changed everything. And the good thing was, for 2015, that's when I really found out about the... That's when I got hooked on the M3 GTR from Most Wanted. That beast of a machine, bro. That V8 wine is so sexy, bro. But that got me hooked on to that. And then it kind of put me on to the whole 180SX and all that. And it's back onto the Skylines and the JDM shit. And somewhere around that time that I was playing that game. I was playing on the RWB, bro. Let me shout out RWB real quick, bro. 
if y'all know about RWB, Ralph, Weld, Beg Griffin, Nakai Son and them, you gotta, bro, go on YouTube and look up Nakai Son, RWB. Dude is like, dude is a god, bro, with the handiwork. Because the thing with Nakai Son is, he makes these ridiculously so precision based wide body Porsches, right? And that in and of itself is ridiculous. It's always like old 911s or RSRs and shit like that, right? So he takes his old Porsches and he puts them together into these wild, wide body body kits. And the thing is, whenever he does this, there's no like blueprint. Ah, he might have blueprints, maybe. But the thing is, like, he doesn't use like machines to build the parts and all that. Oh, how do I put it? He doesn't use machines to put the things together, right? He doesn't use none of that. Bro doesn't use any measurements or nothing like that. Bro just eyeballs it. I could be over-exaggerating, but I, you really can't over-exaggerate how crazy this dude is. He, by himself, right, use none of these crazy machines, nothing like that, with his bare hands, molds the parts onto the car. Doesn't use machines to mold them on, nothing like that. Doesn't use any robots or blueprints, nothing. Bro looks at it, eyeballs it, makes the measurements by himself. Not using a computer, nothing, by himself. I don't think y'all can understand or grasp how ridiculous that is. To be able to make the crazy designs and kits that he does with his bare hands, bro. Like, you can't, I can't stress, <laughs> I can't stress enough how ridiculous that is. Dude is so skilled, it's actually scary. And like I said, no RWB Porsche is the same, bro. That's what's so crazy. Dude just has endless freaking endless ideas running rushing through his head. And like back in the day he used to be a street racer up in the mountains in Japan and shit too. Which is just crazy because like he knows like he knows the culture, but he understands it because he's part of it. And like, oh my god, Nakai son is just such a legend, bro. Like if you don't already know about the RWB Porsches and his handiwork, please go on YouTube and look that up. Then I also put me on the Ken Block, who's a monster of himself. I never forget, you unlocked Ken Block's unicorn in 2015, bro. It was like 800 horses off rip, four wheel drive. But that was sliding like no man's business, bro. That was around when he dropped. I think it was Jim Connor 7 2 or Jim Connor 8, bro. But put me on the Hoonigan, Hoonigan. They get up to some shit. Bro. Hoonigan, them guys, bro. Like Hoonigan, Hoonigan's ruling the car world right now, bro. No kids. Cause that Hoonicorn is just ridiculous, bro. Like, big props to Ken Block for what he's doing in the States, bro. It's real, for, I, it's crazy. And then, uh, so fast forward a little bit from 2015. And this is where things start to get a little <laughs> wonky slash interesting. So I wanna say in about seventh or eighth grade right i stumbled upon this is where it gets a little intertwined right i stumbled upon initial d which is a drifting anime obvious if you haven't seen initial d check it out it's by this bro named takumi he's up in the mountains drifting and his dad's ae86 up in the mountains terrorizing akina really good show but so anyway around this time I don't remember if I found Initial D first. I found Project X by Wolf first, which is a mixtape based on Initial D. 
I want to say that I found them both around the same time. Or one, I might have found Initial D first and then found Project X. I think that's what happened. Because whenever I found Project X, I appreciated it so much because I think I was already watching Initial D. Anyway, so I found those two, right? First Initial D, which just put me on so hard on the Toge scene up in Japan, bro. And put me on to so much JDM shit. Like, bro, just seeing, even though the graphics was kind of wonky, just seeing that underground, like, not even, like, deal of exaggerated, like, in Need for Speed, but just seeing the underground, you know, after school, at midnight or whatever, they're going up to the mountains, just ripping it up on a toge. Got, like, your homies there pulling up in their Sylvia's, in their, uh, in their Supers, if they got them, they eight sixes, like, talking to me, the RX-7s and all that. Just, see, just seeing that culture up in the toge, bro. Just, it was such an inspiration, bro, because it was like, dude, and around that same time, like I said, I was listening to Project X and listening to Wolf talk about his 240. That's around the time that the Sylvia became my favorite car because of Yigatani Senpai in it. And like just seeing, like realizing that one day owning a 240SX, like a S13, was actually like a possibility and wasn't as far-fetched as it seemed. Like if I worked hard and saved my bread, of course, like drift tax all over the place, but if I worked hard enough and saved enough bread, that I could eventually have, like, an S13, bro. That just changed everything, bro. Because I started getting so deep into that culture, bro. And honestly, like I said, it's thanks to Initial D and Project X, bro. That's probably my favorite, one of my favorite albums of all time, undoubtedly, bro. <laughs> because just the, just the epicness of Initial D, bro. Like, it's crazy, because, like, it's not like they're using NOS in the races, and they're crashing each other. It's like so realistic at the same time, bro. Like it's, it's, ah, it's, this is just how the scene was, you know what I'm saying? Up in the mountains in Japan, the toge, you know, you just meet late at night, you got people with walkie-talkies checking the roads, making sure ain't nobody coming down, making sure there's no traffic so nobody gets hurt. They just up there sliding and tearing it up as long as they can, you know what I'm saying? Like you go, alright, you got your set done? Alright, now you go, you know, just like that. And it's just like, it's crazy because it's just, it's like watching Need for Speed come to life, bro. And then you die, I died even further and I found out they was actually doing this up in Japan back in the day and they still do. And then you find the videos online, like you find the Option Magazine videos, which in Japanese are the subtitles, they got homies up there tearing it up in the S13s with a little camera on the hood. Dude, I used to watch those videos for hours, bro. <laughs> And that was honestly, that was peak for me, bro. Because finding all that stuff at the same time was so cool. Because then you start to learn about like, the different engine types. Like learning the difference between the SR20DT and the KA24, right? Learning the difference between that and that. Then you learn about the S13 Sylvia and the S14, the S15. You start noticing the little differences. Now you just take a gander. You just look up for like a second. Now I can just tell you from the taillights whether it's an S13, 240, 180, S14, S15, Kuki, Zenki, shit like that, you know what I'm saying? And just having that satisfaction, right? That feeling of, like, I'm getting all this knowledge. So I learned how turbos work, how twin turbos work, superchargers, and all that stuff. And it was just like, it was like, I was Alice in Wonderland, bro. Just, <laughs> just taking it all in, bro, you know what I'm saying? Start learning about NOS, all that fun stuff. Then you start being able to differentiate between, uh, what a V8 sounds like, what a V6 sounds like, what an inline 6 sounds like, what an inline 4 sounds like, bro. 
you get put on to the freaking 2JZ, which honestly I believe is one of the greatest engines of all time. Like my <laughs> my ideal build, bro, would be an thirteen Sylvia, right? Slam down to the pavement. Probably green or white. If I make it white, it'll be with green underglow. If I make it green, it'll be with green underglow again. Put some 19-inch BBSs on that bitch, bro. I'm not talking about the new BBS. I'm talking about the old spiderweb BBSs, bro. With the little gold in the in the center. A little deep dish, of course. Oh, my God. I'm making bitches so deep dish, right? Got the little gold in the center plate. Then on the outside, the secondary paint or whatever. It'd be like chrome, right? Put some stretched Toyo tires on that. Throw a crazy body kit on it, bro. I'm talking a humongous wang. Some crazy side skirts. A little, a little wide, but not too wide, but a little wide, right? There was two Jay-Z twin turf on that bitch, bro. <laughs> Straight pipe it to hell, bro. Fully on. No. Manual, bro. Put some Takata seats in there, bro. Oh, my God. That, that's my master build right there, bro. That's what I'm trying to attain one day. It'll look so sexy, bro. Slide that joint everywhere, bro. Everywhere. Oh my god, that'd be so nice. Got me off topic too. Not even, I'm on top. What am I talking about, bro? Got me fantasizing about cars, and I love, I love cars, y'all. Like, I love cars so much. And you know, aside from like some of my favorite, aside from the Sylvia S13 is my favorite, honestly. But aside from that, bro, you got the RX7, FC, and FD. Because once I've seen. I didn't even know the FD or the FC was a thing until I seen Yosuke pull up in Yosuke Takahashi when he pulled up with uh when he pulled up with a white FC I'm like yo I didn't even know RX7s didn't look like like the original or the FD and seeing that bro hearing that rotary engine the engine was clean as hell bro so yeah RX7 is obviously one of my favorite songs the NSX 1990 NSX is so beautiful. That's what I call it, a Japanese Ferrari, bro, because that is just so clean. Like, the tail lights on that is so sexy. It's so sleek. It's so nice. <laughs> Another one that I like, a lot of people don't know about this. If I could get a Celsior, bro, or like an LS400, depending on what you want to call it, bro. If I could get a Celsior and make it stance, bro, black out everything with the rims, drop that bitch to the floor, put it on bags, bro. Oh, my God, that'd be the cleanest Celsior ever. You'd think I was the Yakuza or something. <laughs> Put mad camber on the wheels too, bro. Have it sticking out looking all wonky, bro. That'd be so nice, bro. With the V8 in it too, bro. Oh, my God. Then you got the 22B. I like the 22B. I also like the Bug Eye WRX. My boy Colin, if you're listening. <laughs> I be clowning him all the time because he got a Subaru. And, you know, head gaskets and all that fun stuff. <laughs> but, no. 22B, that's up there for sure. That STI like Mr. Fujiwara had. Shout out Mr. Fujiwara and him, bro. Uh, Evos. I love Evos, but I like the old Evos more. I like the Evo 7. Like Paul had Too Fast, Too Furious, and Beats Paul Walker. But yeah, that, that was clean. And some of the older Evos, like they had an initial D. Like the early generation. Those were really nice too. I like the new ones as much because they're kind of too bulky for me. Like they all look like Evo 10s, in my opinion. I'm sick, by the way, so excuse my voice, but I love the Evos. AE86, obviously, because of Taco Me. That's who doesn't like the AE86, bro? Like, you put some deep dish rims on that bitch, bro. Drop it. Ooh. 
have a look clean. Hey, shout out Keiichi Tsushia, bro. If I'm mispronouncing the Drift King's name, I apologize. But bro basically created drifting and he made it popular in motorsport. So shout out to the real DK. <laughs> he a real one, still tearing it up, I hope. Stay safe out there, man. <laughs> uh, what else do I like? Supras, obviously. I love Supras. I like Skylines more than Supra. But I like the Jay-Z more than the RB. So it's kind of conflicted. 350Zs are nice, too. I don't like 370 too much. Obviously, I'm a big Nissan guy. If you couldn't tell already, that's my shit. Civics are cool, but I ain't a big Civic guy. Although, I do love me when a VTEC kicks in. <laughs> nah, what else, bro? Uh... R33 Skylines don't get enough love, bro. Shout out to all the R33s out there. Turn it up. Then I found this new Nissan. What's an old Nissan? It's called like a... A Nissan... It looks like a Sylvia, but it's not a Sylvia. I tried to look it up. It was so clean. It's kind of like a Celsius. The JX100 is clean, too. Nissan Laurel C33, bro. It's so clean. Because it kind of looks like a Celsius. Then it kind of looks like a little bit of like the S12 Sylvia. It's just really clean on the divot. And those are some of my favorite stuff. Another thing that um, is really cool related to Japanese Toby and all that shit. If y'all read manga at all, y'all should definitely check out the Overrev manga. It's Overrev! Explanation point. It's basically like Initial D but with girls. And it's pretty cool because like the even though it's like all girl main characters it's not as relatable because like i don't i'm not a girl but the car scene is still real prevalent and everything is nice and cool it goes in as much detail as initial d does in the lips and shit if not more honestly but like um <laughs> yeah check that out it's really cool this girl named yuko she got this on m3 m m r2 she rebuilds it or whatever it has her like rebuilding the engine, learning about all that shit. She's like, just turning it up in the toga. It's really cool. And the way they just like explain, it's real. The one quote that I like in it a lot, the one girl, she said, she's like, what do you like about cars? And she was like, it's just the pleasure of control. And reading that, I was like, yes, bro. Literally, like, there's no, there's no logical explanation for why we like driving. It's just like, just that feeling of being in control of this machine. Like that bond between man and machine, as cliche as it sounds, it's just, it's euphoric, bro. Like, I'm in complete control of what happens right now, you know what I'm saying? I can do whatever I want with this car, it's, it's following my will. Like, that's all sometimes, like, I just, if I'm trying to, if I'm trying to level out or something, I'm going through something. I just get in the whip and I go tear it up, you know what I'm saying? Just drive, bro. Like, just get away from it all. Just get behind the wheel, zone out, see where it leads me, you know what I'm saying? No no thoughts, no nothing. Just in the present moment, not worried about nothing. It's, it's like meditation, you know what I'm saying? It's amazing. It's like listening to cars, it's relaxing sometimes. It's like, huh, I'm just sitting here just taking it all in, you know? Smell the tires. <laughs> That's like car meets are amazing. Like, smell the tires burning, smell the gasoline. See all the dedication and hours that people put into building their machines. That's why I love Need for Speed so much. I don't got a really fast car right now, obviously, unfortunately. But just 
being able to look at it like, yeah, this is me, bro. This is my hard work. This is what, this is what all of those hours amounted to. It's, it's a nice feeling, man. For real, for real. And yeah, bro. I love cars. Cars are amazing, bro. Shout out to Henry Ford for making the first car. <laughs> Shout out to all the JDM manufacturers out there, sending them clean ass whips overseas. Waiting for them skylines to get legal. Only a few more years to go. Y'all, we almost there. Once we get them Sylvia's and them skylines over here, we gonna be big chilling. Be up in the mountains in there. <laughs> Shout out my boy Janosko for letting me ramble the cars about him. Shout out my boy James for letting me ramble the cars with him. <laughs> yeah, high school was cool, bro. You just, you just be talking about cars for hours, bro. Talking about you freaking master builds and all that shit, man. Shout out to the Frozen Fleet, you know what I'm saying? They repping the cars. Shout out EK Hatchet with his BBSs that he got for free, bruh. Out here finessing a game. Shout out Chen with his Z Kagome. Always wishing her a speedy recovery, whatever she's going through. Put some new wheels on that bitch, too, bruh. Check them bitches out. They clean as hell. Shout out Rodriguez. I know he out there mobbing. Yeah, shout out Muthor, Muthorian? I can't even pronounce your name, bro. I'm sorry. Shout out to bro with the E46. Shout out to all y'all turning up out there, man. The streets. Keeping it clean. Shout out my girl, Rookie. That's my whip right there. Yeah, shout out. Shout out to Car Scene. Shout out Nakai-san. Shout out Ken Block. Shout out DK. Shout out all them boys. Shout out all the people keeping it real on, on car Instagram. All that shit. Shout out to Creative Initial D. Shout out Big Wolf put me on, bro. Good looks on that KNOSR. I know you got an SR now, but I ain't even tripping, bro. SR is a better option anyway, bank Get you more bank for your buck, you dick. <laughs> the Japanese do it better, man. Oh, man. And if you drive a Mustang, please be careful out there. We don't need any more crowd control already. <laughs> if, you, if you got an RX-7, please take care of your Apex seals. If you got a Subaru, get your head gaskets checked. If you got a BMW, get your oil changed. <laughs> anyway, y'all, uh, that's all I got for y'all today. Once again, apologies for the long hiatus. It's been interesting times recently, you know, real life issues. Intergalactic, all this bullshit be getting me caught up sometimes. But we back. I'm not sure when the next episode will be, but hopefully soon. Now, follow me on Instagram, bro. Etchy underscore squim or etchy swim. E-C-C-H-I-S-W-I-M. You know, get in contact with me if you want to see something. If you want to hear someone on a podcast. If you want to try and get an interview yourself. We have no list of people waiting to get interviews, so, you know, just <laughs> hit me up. I guarantee you we'll get you on there, bro. We got no reason not to, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Uh, until further ado, it has been your host once again. Thank you for joining us on the Archangel Show, exploring the cosmos and such. Till next time, y'all, take it easy, stay safe, and be safe. Tell me everything that you know Like Cobra Pika, your final judgment lies in my hands Your rhymes are gon' be authentic if catch the only plan Compare my lyrics to someone tryna make easy bands They claim they one in a million but they don't understand